Hello guys, welcome back to Do We Know Them? Episode 13, welcome back. Round of applause for us. We just give ourselves a round of applause every episode. You know, it's something to celebrate every time. Don't make fun of it. I know, look at us doing stuff. Cheers. Look at us. Cheers. With my fucking, this looks diabolical, this drink. Where, what is it in? It's in uh, one of those fancy cups from Target, which su- super pissed. I just bought a four pack for like 23 bucks. And then I saw that they sell them for a dollar at Walmart. Walmart has so many things. Yeah, but then you have to go to Walmart to get it. That's very the catch. True, very true. Anyway, um, by the way, I'm Lily Marston. This is Jesse Smiles. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Hi guys. We're a little distracted um, early on today. Yeah, Jesse, what are we talking about today? Oh, good God, guys. Listen, just strap in. You're you're just here for whatever this episode's gonna be. We don't even know what it's gonna be, but but it's gonna happen and something will be talked about. That's all we know. Actually, okay, that's not entirely true. There is one main thing I wanna talk about, and then we could just like do updates of other things, you know? The main thing that I want to talk about is this whole Ray J, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian drama thing happening. I did see some of the Ray J live. Is there more than just that? Did you see him, like the contracts and the handwriting comparisons and everything? I don't know if I saw all of it, but I saw some and it was like, oh my God, is this real? Okay, I'll just say this much before we get into it. My mom is a die hard, or shall I say was a die hard Kardashian fan for years. I'm talking like- She's been turned now? She's done. She's unfollowing them. <gasps> she's over it. She used to think she was part of the family. Like she thinks she's Kris Jenner of like my Cuban family. And she loved them for years. She wouldn't allow anyone to slander their name like when we were around her. She was a number one Kardashian stan. I feel like there's not too many Kardashian stans. Obviously there are because they're so famous. But like, you know what I mean? There's more people that are like, no, no, I'm interested. It's funny you say that because that's the thing. I don't know anyone that's like, a, I mean, I guess aside from your mom and now not anymore. But um, <laughs> I don't know anyone that's like obsessed with the Kardashians. No. I mean, like I said, they're so famous that they're bound to have stands. You know what I mean? Like just because they're famous. But like the majority of people. But it doesn't seem like mean. the average fan of them is obsessed. They're just like. What's going on? I don't know. I just feel like most people are in stands. We're just there to watch the craziness. You know, I don't like I watch agree. Keeping it, Up with it, the Kardashians. It, it's I, Sometimes I do, but mm. not like, oh my God, there's a new episode. It's like, oh, I have nothing else to watch and Hulu is recommending it to me right now and I'll put on one episode and I'm not really paying attention. No, no. My mom was like a, today is the Kardashian day where the episode airs and like she watches it right when it comes out like that's- oh my gosh well I'm interested to actually look into this now yeah. because I also have heard and I don't remember it well enough to like restate the conspiracy but I've heard like a dark conspiracy about a church that they fund and like put a lot of money into and it's like been around since the sex tape is this a QAnon it's- conspiracy theory <laughs> borderline like it, it gets it's very I don't know. Well, I'll look it up in a little bit. But, um, <laughs> don't get me started. You know, I want to say I have been in denial. Like I've had love for the Kardashians, I guess maybe through my mom. But like I have had love for them in the sense of like, you know, the things they've been through and the things they've shown us. And now with all of this coming out, I'm like, I think that like everything they do is just bullshit. And people used to say that. And I always used to be like, no, like, yes, they do some things for, you know, their show or whatever, but they are real people. I don't even think they're real people anymore. I'm so confused. I need to, we need to talk about it. Is there anything else we should dive into first? Uh, No, I think we should do that. And then at the end, we could do our little updates of things. Okay. Well, guys, let's just, let's get into this Kardashian slander. All of this is alleged. Basically, guys, okay, let's just go to the beginning. So Kim and Ray J, we know them. We love them. We know what happened. Have you seen the the tape? No. Have you? Several times. (laughs) Not for like pleasure. (laughs) For research. What? 
Are you kidding me? I always Where? watch celebrity sex. Bro, you just Google that shit. It's everywhere. No. No, I've not seen it. Not encouraging anyone to go see it. But anytime there's like celebrity, like big things, I'm like, well, big things. <laughs> I should have said that. Whenever there's celebrity like sex tapes, my curiosity always gets the better of me. And I'm like, I have to see that. When did it come out? Uh... So, okay, well, that's part of the story. They dated from 2003 to 2006, I believe. Okay, so they only dated for like three years. Then the Kardashian show started in 2007. Okay, and the leak happened mm -hmm. in February of, of 2007. After the show started or before? From what I understand, and I could be wrong, it was like like shortly after the show started. Curious. That's, that, that's what... The TikTok said, you get, you take it up with them if I'm Noted. wrong. Noted. The sex tape comes out. I vividly remember seeing the episode where the sex tape came out. Do you remember that episode? No. Okay. So I didn't really, I definitely have seen probably mostly clips. I wouldn't say I've seen full episodes, especially mm -hmm. of like old, old Kardashian when Kardashians, when they like lived in Calabasas and when Kendall and Kylie were like children. Yeah. But, um, so that was a storyline on the show. Yeah. It was, it was a big thing. So essentially that's when the show started mm. becoming popular. But I remember the episode, she was like crying over a desk. The mom was like, I'm going to like figure this out. And we're going to basically that they were going to like sue whoever was involved and whatever. So they did end up suing. What is the name of the fucking place? It's um, it's like a famous like Vivid porn. Entertainment. Vivid. Wow. See, I have the facts in here. They're just a little, <laughs> little fake. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they ended up suing Vivid Entertainment. And that ended up getting settled. And we don't know if Kim paid anything or anything. It just settled out of court. So Kim knows Ray J through Brandy. Everybody knows Brandy. Everybody loves Brandy. The best Cinderella to ever exist. You remember when Kim used to do like celebrity styling and organizing like closets and selling like their Paris stuff closet. on eBay? Yeah. yeah. So in that time is when she met Brandy. So everyone thinks she was like either organizing her, her closet or something. I was going to say her employee. Yeah. Which is such a weird thing to think about now. Like Kim Kardashian organizing closets. For anyone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. But that's how she met Ray J through Brandy. Supposedly, Ray J always like thought that she had what it took to like be a celebrity and like, you know, was like, oh, yeah, you're gonna be big, whatever, all this shit. All we need to do is make a sex tape. So he suggested to her. It was right around the time where Paris Hilton had her sex tape, A Night oh, in Paris. Wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> Oh my God! With with uh, what's his name? Brandon Davis was that the Girls Gone Wild guy? Am I getting things confused? I have no idea who it was. I haven't seen that one. I gotta watch it. <laughs> oh my God! Until you just said that, I forgot that Paris had one. And even mm -hmm. when you said Paris had one, I was like, really? But one night in Paris absolutely rings a bell. <laughs> also, I was gonna ask when did the Tommy Lee and um, Pamela Pam one come out? I have no idea when that. I think that was like so Earlier. far. Be yeah, that was like way before we the had the internet. Was, yeah, yeah. Because that wasn't a positive thing. I feel like you wouldn't have seen the Tommy and Pam thing and been like, let's do that next. Right. No, but Paris Hilton was very much like a premeditated thing, like a planned thing, right? I, I don't know. Like all that's coming to mind is the title. But I mean, it would make sense. And because Paris Hilton was never like, I mean, I actually, I like Paris Hilton. I think she's much Me too. smarter than people give her credit for it and stuff. But I think back then, it's not like she was doing, like she didn't have a talent she was promoting. Well, and so it's she also was her fault that everyone thinks that she's stupid because that's the character she played for a long time but so because she didn't have not to say she doesn't have any talent but i'm just like referring to what she was doing at the time because she didn't have any talent quote unquote she was just a socialite and she would just go to like 
events and yeah. like be like that's hot blah blah so it's interesting that she would be the one to first take that to be like a positive spin on her career and then Kim would be like haha again I have to watch a Paris Hilton one to know but I feel it's for research purposes guys I'm not getting off to these things like seriously it's just like I can watch it like a movie the last episode she's like I hate sex scenes and now she's well, like, like yeah watch let's... all the celebrity porn well it's just interesting because it's like they're celebrities and then you see their vaginas you're like oh that's what their vagina looks like you know what I mean so with the Paris Hilton one I'm sure if I could see it I would know if it's pre-planned right away because you can tell by like the angles and stuff and now I feel kind of stupid forever having believed Kim because when you watch that sex tape it is pretty like a production like it's not like a pro professional like with lighting but it's like cuts and like different angles and like part of it's on the beach and then they go into the room I'm like why did I think this was not staged? Like, what the fuck? Ray J suggested to Kim that they do this sex tape. Then he claims that she loved the idea. She was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> she took it to Kris Jenner. And he says after that, it was like out of his hands. Like it was in the hands of like over. the Kardashians. Like they are the ones who uh, did the whole operation. I'm not gonna lie. When I started hearing all of this ruckus, I was like, he's full of shit. Okay. It's just like how Kanye is going off on social media and they're just like being like bitter men. Well, and like Ray J is pretty irrelevant these days. So it's like. Yeah. And also he, um, you remember he did that song called I Hit It First. I don't think I've ever heard it, but I do remember that that was the thing, yes. I don't know. Like, I was inclined to not really believe him. And my mom was like, she hated Ray J because of this. I am telling you, she really loves the Kardashians. Didn't they all, they made him look bad in um, the Kardashians this season because... And they That's like have how this play the all hero. happened. That was the catalyst for all of this? Yeah. So basically, I mean, we're no strangers to like... you. Okay. You go through something with anybody, right? If they're also a public figure, it makes your personal situation so tricky because I feel like it's only human to feel like, oh, if everyone knew, you know what I mean? Like if everyone yeah. knew what you did or if everyone, it's like a human, it's not necessarily the most healthy part of us, but like it is a part of everyone. So I feel like Ray J held on to a lot of this shit, it seems like, but it laid like dormant. He was like, forget it. Until this new season of Keeping Up With The Kardashians launched with an episode referencing the sex tape. And they did it in a very dramatic way in true Kardashian form. Basically her son, Saint is his name, he was looking at his tablet and saw a reference. It was like her crying or something. It was like a Roblox. Some It was something yes. on Roblox that someone had made and it was her ugly crying face. But yes. the title on it, I don't know how what Roblox even really is. But someone had made it. So it's like you could click on this and I don't think they even if they figured out what happens when you actually click on it. But it was her crying face and it was something about the sex tape. Right. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was something that referenced the sex tape and it made her very upset. The drama ensued where it was this whole episode of her freaking out, calling lawyers, being like, I'm never going to allow this to like be held over my head again. I don't know if the Roblox thing had to do with it or if they just like tied it in as another like <laughs> plot point to tie things together or something. But um, supposedly Ray J had like another part to this sex tape. And that was what Kim was upset about because he was, I don't know if he was threatening to release it or if she just like found out that he still had it suddenly or what. But apparently neither. <laughs> well, in the episode, it shows that Kanye retrieved in a suitcase, super dramatic. He went to LA. Literally the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen because he goes to LA and they make it like he flew back on coach or something. Like, oh, thank you, Kanye. Poor guy. I know that was hard. <laughs> he literally has a suitcase that he then brings in and just like dumps on the floor. And it's just like this old computer and stuff. And I'm like, 
Why would you bring it here? He was like, they'll never hold this against you again. And I'm like, okay, relax. Which is a weird kind of thing because it's like that was also in the midst of their divorce and stuff. So it almost feels like a kind of like throwing a bone to Kanye and making him look good because he's looked so bad up until then. And it was kind of going to create a more amicable situation that people would see. And it just makes you think like, oh, okay, like even though they're not together, he's always looking out for her and all this stuff. But in my head, I was like, wait, is there another sex tape? It did feel weird, especially just because he had the physical computer and was like giving it's like, what? What? Right after the episode aired, I'm pretty sure Ray J started speaking out about it because he was like, that computer doesn't have anything on. Like, that that's a prop. <laughs> it's honestly very jumbled around because he's released so many things on live and like people have posted it in a million different places. But he has shared um, texts from Kanye basically saying like, I'm going to need those tapes back anything you have so like that did happen essentially where it's like Kanye did say like give me whatever the fuck you have yeah, yeah, yeah. but I I think the computer was a prop why would Kanye play into that doesn't he hate all of that like the TV thing and the reality TV. I feel like he's always been kind of a hypocrite about that. Like, yeah. he acts like he he's very anti-establishment. And then you then marry like, Kim Kardashian? Ex- exactly. I feel like it's also important to note that up until now, Ray J hasn't really, like you said, he's kind of like maybe had some info but laid dormant because he hasn't really ever been portrayed in a negative light. It was always that someone else released the sex tape. This is the first time that anyone is being like, no, no, Ray J is the one that has some stuff and we should all be mad at him and to be Kim Kardashian and Kanye and have them team up post-divorce so all of their fans are then going to be like fuck Ray J he's trying to ruin both of my favorite people then it's just even more so imagine having two of the most famous people in the entire world just trying to like make shit up to end your career when you didn't when you're not even trying to do anything this is not a youtuber this is fucking kim kardashian and kanye west saying that you're essentially blackmailing her yes with a sex tape which is a Uh crime Uh that's literally a crime so he got fucking pissed when he saw that understandably he basically unleashed the kraken he just has been going mask off just completely no filter this is everything verbal diarrhea the whole shebang so again not everything's gonna be in order because what is even happening but i'll start with the thing that made me think oh my god this is legitimate Uh he showed a contract for the sex tape these pages won't like they'll be void right now look 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 this is just the first shit now there's no way he has it on a prompter (laughs) oh my god shut up Oh my God, I saw a meme on Twitter. Of, like, it was like no one. And it said Ray J. And it was a picture of an overhead projector. And I didn't get it. Oh my God, he literally, who, who the fuck has an overhead? Well, he probably has like a home theater or something. <laughs> it's just epic the way he's doing this. Wait, I could use Kim Kardashian's name in this contract. You know, Deaf Doodles take notes. I know, if right? She wasn't a part of it. This is light, right? It shouldn't even say that. It should say like superstar something else to just keep it really vague so it's cool right but this is a full-on contract i got 12.5 percent kim got 12.5 percent right now she got the same exact contract i got and when we go to court guess what they gotta pull that up because we got look who look who was in the room with me look who wrote exactly what we sold okay so let me pause that right here this shows us that they made three tapes together, two in Cabo and one in Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. He claims that once these were made, the tapes were sent to Kris Jenner for review 
and ew, she chose ew. yeah that's the thing that made my mom literally she was like i'm done it's so <laughs> like weird. she lost it ray j claims that chris jenner chose the cava one that ended up going public because it was the least raunchy one now coming from experience <sighs> Of seeing it, not of doing a sex thing. <laughs> I, I was going to say, from your research. Definitely wouldn't want my mom to see me uh, in that position, getting my kuka licked like an ice cream cone, and getting <sighs> banged in the back. What the hell? Literally, what? Okay, but anyway, so you see this oh right here, God. right? Tape one, tape two, tape three. That's her handwriting, or is it? Let's look into it. It was other people comparing the handwriting of Kim Kardashian to other things she's previously written. And this is 100% her handwriting. It was like, 100%. and guess what? It checks out. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously, that's her handwriting. So the fact that it says tape one, tape two, tape three, and Ray J has possession of it. I'm like, that's not a coincidence. And I'm not going to give Ray J enough credit to like make all of these fake documents. Absolutely and, like, forge not. Her hand. Like, I don't really feel like he's on that Absolutely level. Absolutely not. Anyway, he shared this email that has the first ever statement of like, like what they got paid and like the units and how everything worked. So this was in May 1st of 2007. And it says statement for Kim Kardashian superstar. From what we have heard, this statement is from Vivid Entertainment. So that would mean that the people that she quote unquote sued and settled out of court with, she was actually in business with. Then I have so many questions. Same. Why? Would they think that they were going to get away with trying to just like bury Ray J out of nowhere with these new accusations that he's trying to like blackmail them basically if he had all of this? Like now I think, well, here's the thing. A good point. <laughs> I think that because it's been so long and Ray J hasn't spilled the beans because let's let's look at the statement really quick. On here, you can literally see the DVD sales, the internet, the licensing, the all of this in the breakdown from Vivid Entertainment. So they each got like, I think they got like 400,000 initially plus 12% of like the royalties of it, I believe is what they got. I saw a TikTok of a lawyer breaking it down and saying that this contract um, is a licensing contract. So it's not like they sold it to Vivid or said like, okay, we'll do this just for you and you have all copyrights yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. They just licensed it out to Vivid. So they got a pretty penny to do this. And you know, $400,000 to Kim Kardashian back in 2007 to anyone is a lot of money. But to her now, that's like an Instagram story post. So, you know, it's not the same. Um, but anyway, I think that because Ray J has like kept it quiet because he got paid too. It's not like he yeah, yeah, was yeah. just like pushed to the side and didn't get anything out of it. But he really did in a lot of ways get the shit end of the stick if this really was a mutual thing because everyone hated him for it thinking he was the reason it leaked. Did they? Well, yeah, because he is the one recording it. Like the whole time he's the one with the camera. Oh, see that because that was also what I was thinking. I'm like, if basically like up until now, she benefited more, obviously, but not at his detriment necessarily. But maybe that's not true. No, it's I mean, I take it again from my mom, who's like my little mini case study and all of this, who like genuinely hated Ray J's guts thinking like he ruined their life. And like, that doesn't even make any sense. But you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, but I, I guess feel at the way. very least though, that was like speculation. Like Kim never publicly spoke out about him or anything, did she? I don't think so, no. I don't get why they would suddenly do that now. Again, if he had all of this, it's like- Well, I would think this was still all bullshit because this is an Excel spreadsheet, okay? It wouldn't take a genius to make this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like- I was gonna say, it is a lot of effort, but also like if there was potentially a huge payday at the end of it, he could find, he could do it. But when he shows the DMs to Kim is when I was completely solidified. Oh, wait, I haven't seen these. You know, guys, when this podcast started, we 
we're definitely only going to cover uh, YouTube stuff, but I feel like the celebrities are getting messier than the YouTubers these days. I guess I haven't been opposed to it. I just more thought like when I came up with the title, it definitely was thinking with internet people in mind. Like, do we know Kim them? Kardashian. Obviously but, I mean, I have met her. You have? Yeah. I got a picture with her. Insert here. Did you like, it was like at an event? It was the 10 year anniversary episode, maybe. Wherever they were all on a stage and someone hosted it. Me and Jocelyn like randomly got invited. And we was got it an meet, intimate gathering? Not, a, probably, I want to say 100 people in the audience, maybe. And then like a group of us that were like influencers got to meet them afterwards. And Jocelyn and I were still so confused why we were there because the other ones were like diehard Kardashian fans. And we mm. like, obviously, appre I think that's the thing. It's like, we've always appreciated the Kardashians. We're just not like obsessed with them but um we got to we have a picture with kim and kendall and i think that's it because i think oh my god left her but we how met did she Chloe smell really uh, honestly they're all like they look perfect in person it's not like oh it's filled but did no, they no. smell good that's what they i don't remember that wasn't really mm, something so she didn't smell registered. that good they were very very nice and like they had been there the entire day like i know the work isn't necessarily like difficult but they're working constantly i feel like they're obviously very smart business people and if anything this but almost proves that more smart, yeah there's a fine line between a smart business person and like a, a diabolical human being well like yeah, i was gonna demon. say there's like a line of morality that is exactly. seeming to be blurred here so um let's oh continue my god that. fuck now i forgot i forgot to tell you what? Because no, no, nothing, nothing crazy happened. Oh. But I forgot to tell you because I was watching the H3 uh, podcast when I was getting ready, of course. And they were coincidentally talking about Paris Hilton's sex tape. And Olivia says that in the beginning of Paris Hilton's sex tape is a 9-11, like September 11th memoriam. What? Like a never forget screen. Uh <laughs> and it's like real like it's actually there anyway uh that was a very important interlude but oh my okay God. now we jump to ray j's dms with kim kardashian and right here he proves that these are in fact real so he gets them he scrolls then he clicks on her profile we find out he has like an app developer make a whole fake instagram app <laughs> so well you see it goes to her page okay oh shit Kim, unsend them. April 14th. Yeah, that was right around with the, where the episode aired, I remember, because my mom was here at my house. Should I look up to get confirmation? Mm-hmm. Guys, look at us. Fact checking. Regardless, it's clear that he's been messaging her for months and months and months, and she has not been responding. And he makes that a point to say, like, I've been fucking messaging her, and it isn't until I basically give her an ultimatum and is like, I'm going to leak everything that she started messaging him back. Here, wait. So it says that Kanye actually started... Kanye did an interview with Hollywood Unlocked in January of 2022 and said in that interview that he claimed he got sex tape footage from Ray J. Well, listen, I don't know that he didn't get that. And then the episode... I just know it wasn't on that damn computer in the suitcase. Okay, and then the Kardashians premiered in April and immediately made the sex tape a storyline. In the first episode, she was shaken when her son Saint showed a pop-up ad on Roblox that allegedly featured her much-memed crying face. When clicked on, the ad supposedly offered a new Kim Kardashian sex tape. After seeing the ad, Kim got her lawyers involved, telling them, I'm 99.9% .9 sure no other tape exists, which is bullshit if she was a part of this contract. I enjoy sex, okay? Everybody does. It's a good part of life. But let me say something right now. I know if I've filmed or I haven't filmed a sex tape. 
What? Like, how are you 99.9% sure? Bitch, you better make it 100. What's well, the it looks point, like it point was 0.1% chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 0.01 is you in Santa Barbara with Ray J because that is what actually happened. But it looks like he got pissed and immediately started messaging her, but she didn't answer him back and he just kept going. Let's discuss tomorrow for sure. Either way, it will be positive. So she's trying to say that the episode that Kanye came back with the computer was positive for <gasps> me. Yeah. So I watched the episode, fam. Saying, saying so yeah. So I watched the episode. Kanye go back with the laptop. She say, "Wait, how much you pay?" He go, "Pay." I never let them extort us again. <laughs> and like boss up, and I'm like, "Thank, thank you." That's the thanks I get. Yeah. Like, and she said, "Please watch the episode because you're gonna be happy when you see it." So I'm like, "All right, I'm watching it." Thinking they gonna clear my name, dog. That's my point. Like, oh, why, why would, would they, she say that? Why would Why would they do it? And why would she say it? Like, why would you be like, watch the episode, and then he does it? He's like, yes, and. <laughs> so this is the first time she actually responds to him, and he was, he was going at it for a while. Do you want to do? Wanna do, read do you want to do the cold read, or should I? Okay, I, I can do the cold. Do read. the cold read. I know how to cold. I mean, read. I don't want you to get too um, nervous, so I know it's hard. <laughs> I know how promo goes, and I get it a hundred percent. But it's got out of control with this new story, and my team is on my head, thinking it's true. Me sticking a dildo in your ass. <laughs> oh my god! What? Me sticking a dildo in your ass while you was sleep is pretty out of control. LOL. Wouldn't you wake up if you felt that in your butt? What? is happening right now. I would hope so, Kimmy. It could never be that lo that loose and open. I'm sorry, can we read this? Are we gonna get kicked I, off of YouTube? We're gonna have to censor a lot of it. LOL, just kidding, but seriously, it makes me look like a R word and dirty perv, and I'm catching a lot of slack from it. Did she say that he did that? I don't know, I'm very confused where this allegation's coming from. He says, that's why I hit you like this. Out of all these years since the tape, we've been able to build brands and make a lot of money. You already got to the billies what the fuck is the billies billions oh the billies <laughs> i assume please help me stay in a positive light and i want my kids to be proud of me they are three and two years old they are innocent please don't make their dad look like a loser when you know me more then he says it's ray if you don't know who this is ray j <laughs> Um, so then she finally answers on April 14th and says, hi, sorry, I'm only seeing your above DMs now. I am happy to hear that you're doing well and congrats on your beautiful family. In regards to your last message, did you actually watch the episode? Because I didn't say a single bad thing about you. The show filmed in real time the day in hell that I had with my lawyers when your manager threatened to release another tape that doesn't exist. And my son, who was five years old at the time, seeing an ad with my cry face emoji that says Kim's new sex tape as clickbait in Roblox. It was upsetting to have to deal with and I'm sure you can understand also how that feels. If you're upset about the dildo comment, it was clearly a sarcastic joke and I was laughing when I said it. Oh, I That's don't... weird as fuck. Wait, what? I don't, and I don't remember that from the show. Me either, but what the fuck? Because why is that even a joke? That's yeah, that funny. feels weird. Okay, so I, we believe, according to BuzzFeed at least, that this is the first in his... Well, not first, obviously, because you can see there's some up there, but honestly, it's all a disaster. It's but, a mess, okay. but here's towards this the is, beginning. Yeah. So Ray J says, you know what we did? Your mom controlled the whole sex tape. <laughs> Jesus, this is all in caps. So it's hard for me to not shout <laughs> in my I said head. earlier. I was like, why are they all in shouty caps? I don't like it. Your mom controlled this whole sex tape deal with Joe Francis and Steve Hirsch. It was her idea to put out the sex tape with Vivid. All I did was agree. Now you want to make it seem like I'm doing it again without your control. All these fake tears and then his fingers in the way but he says uh i was doing my part until you started doing all of this you're trying to ruin me oh wait no you left out though it says your fans something uh because his finger <laughs> yeah but it's 
uh, you to be honest and sincere, but it's all fake for cameras. Oh, got it. And then he says, um, why are you trying to ruin me when you know I was just a player in this? You have to stop believing your own lies. I have to let the world know the real because you've taken it too far now. Somebody needs to explain the play you're doing to me ASAP or I will have no choice but to protect my brand and family and expose the real. So then she responds and says, because in the show, she says that she's going to burn them all to the ground. And it was very much so like, I'm never letting someone do this to me again. Yeah. And, you know, taking her power back and all that stuff. So she says to Ray J, my burn them to the ground comment was a generalization to anyone threatening to hold this over my head 20 years later. We are both parents now with young kids and careers. And I'm sure you want to move on from this just like I do. But your manager is the person who brought this all up out of nowhere. And I have a right to share how it affected me. Next week's episode airs where Kanye brings me the computer and he says he got it back from you, which shows you in a positive light. So thanks for giving that to him. Oh my God, stop it. No, she's not saying that it shows him in a positive light that Kanye had to go fly and like threaten him in person to get back this physical old ass computer. And oh my it God. very much so was not clear that that was not Ray J's fault. Like in Hollywood, there's weirdos working for you all the time. There could have very well been his manager being like, oh, I have the sex tape just to try to get money because he's like a skis ball or something. They for sure though make it seem like Kanye had to go like threaten. He basically, they yep. they basically say that Kanye went and scared Ray J into giving it away. Essentially. Yeah, they very, they forgot to make the distinction that it was not <laughs> Ray J. And so I could see why he's upset because oh my Kim has a right to be upset if someone really is telling her like, hey, I have a sex tape. You know what I mean? Like it's still a shitty thing to do when he wasn't even involved like the manager if this really happened. But like make it clear it wasn't Ray J because he's like the automatic thing that people go to when they think of the sex tape that it was all Ray J's fault yeah I guess I I'm curious now like was his manager really doing all of this was anyone oh right right, right. well see I still give them the benefit of the doubt where I'm like no like someone must have actually done that but yeah it could have very well been nobody did that yeah, literally that they just the need a new storyline yeah it says that Ray J then sent a few messages and Kim said that she spoke with her team so she says just spoke to my team we will be getting something out tomorrow morning to clarify that this was a joke and that you would have never done something like this hope this helps and I'm sorry to hear how this has affected you it wasn't my intention so apparently she made a joke about the whole dildo in her butt thing which is like an awful joke and now she was like oh we'll clear it up which very much to me reeks of damage control because she could easily if he was some like troll that had nothing on her she would just ignore his ass I mean yeah. she's Kim Kardashian yeah she keeps referencing that she's gonna call her team because they keep going back and forth and she says that she just wanted to be clear with him if he wanted it out there that we spoke I don't want to create any drama at home she says but the story that we will work together to speak to Vivid to get it pulled off the air is a bigger story and shows unity and that there's no more bad blood or drama. She says, I will talk to the team now, but best bet for everyone to forget is just be positive and only do good dope shit. There is nothing I hate more when right? people say, I just want to do dope shit. I'm like, the fuck does that what mean? It? Nothing. It means nothing. It's only people who like don't have to work every day who say that. <laughs> Um, Ray J says, I don't know. I've never spoke to you on the phone or seen you in person in over 12 or 15 years. That's a big gap. <laughs> is it 12? Is it 15? Um, I'm having this convo with you now, but I haven't been able to look you in the eye and really lock in like it's supposed to be. I appreciate you for at least trying to make it better after it got way worse. Can we speak again tomorrow after the episode comes out and figure out the right plan for both of us moving forward? And she says, 
Absolutely. If it's better that it just goes away, that's fine too. Trust me, it will all go away, she says. What? I am confused. She was trying to pacify him because he was irate about this whole situation. He obviously has something on her. This was her before he even saw the episode, which totally makes him look like shit. So I don't even know why she thought him seeing that episode would change anything, but it made everything worse. But then um, there's text he put out that he sent to Kanye or Kanye sent to mm -hmm. him. Okay. So this is October and the show aired in April after this. So November, December, January, February, March, April. So six months before is when the actual like Kanye getting the tapes back actually happened, which is what the show was based off of. So that did actually happen. I was like, my brain couldn't handle it. I was like, it hasn't been October yet though. So no, this no, happened the year last. before. Exactly. Okay. And Kanye says, yo, it's yay. I spoke to Wack and he said that you still had some tapes. I need to get those back and the contracts and give them to my wife. Can we hop on to facilitate this? Very irrelevant question but why are there hyphens going to the next lines of the text it's kanye <laughs> why like, does he, he do anything those like that's not how yeah. texts work though oh are you thinking fake i there i've just never like did kanye literally break up con like i feel like yeah. you don't like that isn't that's that so true strange? it's giving microsoft word project yeah exactly hmm a very interesting weird interesting find that does look kind of like now like a fake text because contracts and facilitate are not words that you use hyphens in it's definitely to go to the next line but it's just weird even the bubble on the bottom of text message isn't there stuff normally to like the left of it like well and that's kind of like even why now. it's definitely an old text because right something's very weird about it yeah oh my god breaking news are these fake text messages uh i this looks that no fuck that that looks photoshopped look at the blue corner of that left the top left one um it is kind of like how texts look oh wait no texts the jagged are round. blue you know what it looks like it looks like you know when you need like to use like an edit for i was gonna say when i download a template of text messages exactly. and someone made it themselves that's, that's what this looks like exactly that's exactly what this looks like to me too holy shit Weird. is this fake yes absolutely <gasps> I've had to Photoshop so many like, or I've done like graphics where text messages pop up and it is annoying because like resizing them, I'll have to like cut the corners and like that does happen. So it's, you can tell in the left corner for sure that it's jagged and they just look weird anyway. And also the spacing is off. Like they're normally much closer together. They're literally almost touching in real text messages. So that's exactly. Okay. Oh my God, guys. You must subscribe to this channel for the latest in all news. We will never steer you wrong. <laughs> See, now this makes me question the whole thing. Whose side are we on, Lily? Tell me, because I can't make decisions for myself. The DMs feel legit. Okay, the that's what I think don't. too. Okay, that's what I think too. But why would he need those texts when he has the contract? When he has everything else, why does he need the text? I don't get it. They didn't like change anything. It's not even that good of a Photoshop job, which is like pissing me off. I'm like, why would he need okay, to do honestly, that? Okay, honestly, though, it's a little ironic because I feel like the Kardashians have had a lot of past incidents where I'm like, you're so rich. Why didn't you pay someone to Photoshop that better? Yeah. Like they've gotten exposed a lot for yeah. Photoshop. And I'm like, why? It's not that hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just am trying to rack my brain if the DMs are legit, which now that I'm thinking. Like what the point of Yeah, the... and also like he does click on the profile. It does go to Kim Kardashian's profile, but. Well, that's why I made the joke. I was like, unless he hired someone to make a fake Instagram. Instagram app because I'm honestly sure that probably exists. That's the thing is that I didn't want to get into it, but I've seen people allege you can that do a fake for DM thing. Yeah, it, you can put the profile. You can have them DM you. You could show like so. This well, could all because be even fake. like with I mean this is on a phone, so I don't know how, quite how that works. If it's like an app or what, but if you're on a computer, you can like 
a, you can change the coding of the particular yeah. website you're looking at. So it's like, if I just wanted you to see it, I could change it to make it look like, like if I wasn't verified, I could make it look like I was. Right. But it's like not a real thing, obviously. I assume that there has to be some kind of version of that for Hmm. phones it definitely would take more to fake the dms than it would to fake the text messages yeah i agree but it does make you kind of question the dms also as well. the dms would be so much more risky to show because he shows them on live and if i'm not mistaken at one point when he goes to check her profile it goes like if he's gonna post something and it shows like his camera roll and like you know what i mean like it looks like the authentic app and I yeah. just feel like that wouldn't make sense if he was faking it. So I do believe the DMs are real. But definitely those texts to Kanye are so fishy. I was going to say, and also because of how fake the texts look, so I think fake. he wouldn't have done such a he's, good job yeah, with the Yeah, he's really bad at it. I guess that's where I stand. I'm still in agreement of like, I believe the Kardashians probably faked all of this. I'm really disgusted at the idea that Kris Jenner would have reviewed the sex tapes. That's the weirdest part. Here's the thing. I feel like the Kardashians thrive it's super toxic when you really think about it because they thrive off of being hashtag or quote unquote relatable right but they're not relatable at all the thing about them though is the way they come off as relatable isn't in what they do every day obviously it's only because of the family relationship exactly. and that's why they all stick together because exactly. even if they fucking hate each other that at least plays to be like oh my god that's how you and your sister like bicker and get mad but yeah. then you love each other it has this whole kind of weird wholesome family thing even though they're like the least wholesome people ever i don't know this whole thing has given me a really sour taste in my mouth and i feel like people are going to call us stupid or me stupid forever having like believed the kardashians believed you know yeah and they're like well what do you like i see that all all the comments on tiktok are saying that they're like well what'd you expect and it's like i don't know it's not that i i wouldn't believe that this is absolutely a plausible thing that they would do and like it doesn't really surprise me it's that just personally i can't like it's hard to fathom fathom as just a normal person yeah. i think that you would be willing to risk your reputation with a sex tape to not then pursue a career in sex work that you want to just be a mainstream right. celebrity that doesn't line up usually as like a payoff reward like yeah. it's not the right risk and reward that normal people would sign up for yeah and the fact that not only kim and ray j were down to do it but that supposedly chris did the whole thing and that's like the reason they're all where they are I at right so now. I so badly want to believe insane. that that's bullshit but the reason why I can't is because Chris is so heavily we know this because of the show and because of so many things that have happened she's so heavily involved in every single thing that they do there is no way Kim Kardashian was signing that contract without her mom and as oh, we know from the no, handwriting no, no, no. that was Kim's handwriting so she knew that that was going down she was part of the contract Chris knew about this I don't know if she watched them for review but like it brings me back to why then would Kim and Kanye and Chris and everyone be willing to like kind of throw Ray J under the bus randomly out of nowhere when he has all this well, stuff. Well, you can kind of see it in her explanation to him where she didn't believe she was she doing that. She doesn't think she did anything exactly. wrong. Exactly. She's yeah. like, well, I wasn't throwing you under the bus. So I genuinely think maybe she thinks she she wasn't, but obviously she was. Okay. Well, I think that that's it for that one for wasn't now. Wasn't that so juicy though? I mean, that shit all over don't worry darling no offense well but speaking up should we move on to those <laughs> text should, messages because i think this like had this been included this is probably one of the juiciest parts because it really it threw me for a loop because it really makes you think like what did happen mm -hmm. so you guys before the i feel like the the biggest bombshell was that um olivia wilde video that she sent to shia labeouf 
remember the Shia, Shia, Shia. Shia. <laughs> in the theme of text messages uh we now have some new ones i actually am confused though i don't know where these came from they seem very legit yeah. and they, unlike ray j's they do seem very authentic but i'm not sure who released them they definitely come from um shia labeouf's phone right because, because his conversations who's talking but uh it's his text conversation with none other than florence Pugh. flow <laughs> Yes, Miss Flo. If you guys watched our last episode where we go in depth into all this drama, Florence has been kind of, she's caused a lot of the drama, but only because she stayed very quiet. I think it's more her like lack of explanation has fueled I things. Guess, yeah. She has not been like, I don't, she's been fueling the fire also, It's but it's her people. I don't know. It's hard to say. But at the end of the day, we hadn't really heard anything substantial from Florence until now, supposedly. Apparently, this is an ongoing, like, this is their conversation over the course of a few months between Florence and Shia. And it starts with Florence saying, sadly, I can't come to rehearsal on Saturday as my friend died last Sunday and we're doing a small memorial. So apologies that I won't be there for the first meet and greet. But maybe we do a FaceTime when you're free, chat through some stuff, or could try a hang with Olivia sometime next week if that's better. Ooh. I hang with Liv. <laughs> he um, hearts that one and then says, nah, handle your responsibilities. We'll link when you find a window. We're working already. Not going to lie from these text the messages. He talks, yeah, he but... seems like the worst text messenger ever. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if it's like, come if he's purposely coming across as kind of a dick. But no, I think that's just feels like. <laughs> um, so then she says, okay, cool. But I'm honestly okay to chat. Just not Saturday. You free tomorrow? It seems like they're friendly. Like she's okay. like sending him like pictures of her dog and stuff. Next we have July 23rd through the 24th. She says, how was rehearsal yesterday? And he says, missed you, G. And she says, ah, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, man. But I will say yesterday was so fucking beautiful, which I think refers to her friend's uh, memorial. Then he likes that one. She says, did you read through the script? And he thumbs downs that one. So I assume that means he did not read right. it. <laughs> then he randomly sends her the next day a song by St. John featuring Lenny Kravitz. Okay. It feels kind of random. <laughs> then later that same day, he said he sends a picture of some kind. I don't know. We it it doesn't feel like we have the full conversation, <laughs> so it's just like weird bits and pieces. Right. But um, July twenty fourth, Florence texts him, "Hey dude, how are you doing? I flew back to the UK last Saturday to tend to a family member, so I've been in isolation without touch for seven days." Is she British? Yeah. She's English. She oh, is. I did not know that. I've been allowed this monster to sleep with, though. Thanks for the song. She sends a song back and says, happy day. So a month before Harry Styles replaces Shia LaBeouf, Florence texts him and says, texts Shia LaBeouf and says, yo, you free for a chat? Just heard word about the shoot and don't know how I feel about it. Can we vent? tomorrow it would imply there that there is absolutely no and this website that i'm reading these off of says still no signs of discord or combative energy which is what yeah. olivia wilde says is the reason that she had to get rid of him because she was creating a safe space for florence right. so very curious what florence heard about happening on set that she was not happy about and wanted to vent to shia about then august 15th we don't know what he said but her response to him is, Eek, that's sad. Where did you get me being scared of you from? Don't be silly. I'm sorry that made you feel that way. If I may be so bold, I think that it's in your own head, which I'm sure isn't a nice feeling. Of course, we can always do more talking. I reckon it's always been a case of more waiting to see what happens with corona, especially with the constant change of dates. Thanks for the update. Give me a date. Let's speak soon. So she's explicitly saying, I'm not scared of you, which is the whole yes. narrative that Olivia had. Yes. Then... 
he says, because she had said, like, of course, we can always do more talking. And then he says, now? And she says, hey, I have five minutes. Call. Then the next day, it looks like she sends a screenshot that she's, like, denying his FaceTime. She says, okay, out of family late lunch. Speak soon. X yes or no and then he says yes and then he says phone died forgive me seems clear we have bigger problems than dates i will back out in the morning every blessing so he was gonna quit that's him telling florence that he's backing out for something bigger than date problems which also plays to why the studio said that he had to like leave because or well but doesn't that also do bad things for his narrative too because wasn't his thing like oh it was just dates olivia like that was why i quit that's the thing it's like what are they both keeping quiet about what happened on set that they're both not okay with and why would he have to leave and she not so he did quit the only difference is that he didn't quit for the reason he said he quit or at least that's not the only reason Mm. The plot thickens. If you're going to go this far, because obviously people were like, who released these? It's like the text bubbles blew and it was Shia. <laughs> like it was That's him. the thing. It was like it came from his phone. So it's like clearly he released them. But also why would he suddenly release these? Like where did these ones come from? I mean, from? he forwarded emails and shit. Like I think he doesn't give a fuck anymore. But my thing is, is like Shia, come on, give us the full context. Like exactly. Like why are they just like bits and pieces? If you're going to do it, just do it, okay? We don't have time for this shit. But I guess it gives us, I mean, no, it doesn't give us any clarity. It just, uh, like, it makes more questions. I think it, if anything, makes it much more apparent that this isn't just a PR. Like, there is stuff going on behind the scenes. Because oh, a lot of it was like, oh, people are just making this up. Everyone's just being sexist against Olivia because they don't want her to be a successful female director. Which I don't disagree that there's definitely probably a lot of sexism oh, of at play here. And, like, how a male director would have been treated very differently for being in a relationship with their main star of their movie. But, oh my God, the Florence thing really brings things to a whole new level just because we never really heard anything from her perspective. And this flat out says everything Olivia said was not true. I don't think this is the end of it. Even though by the time this ends, the movie's going to be like so irrelevant. Nobody's going to even care anymore. But I feel like there's real drama there and it's going to keep happening. I Oh, I want to know more. Me too. Um, Deaf Noodles, I guess we'll do a quick update. Uh, we didn't really talk fully about Tiana, which, oh my God, we haven't heard about Israel since like he vanished from the skits yeah i don't think he's there anymore i mean i hope he got out while he could but um oh by the way did you see the podcast where deaf noodles said how much he pays his employees no yeah so we finally got a number um he pays them 15 dollars an hour well that's what he paid tiana and then if she went on any like outings with him it was 300 dollars a day for those outings isn't that like chick-fil-a like i'm serious i was literally just going to say i'm pretty sure in and out pays 15 dollars an hour because i like see it advertised when i go there for lunch every day yeah 15 dollars an hour in la is like minimum minimum wage no not literally but like it feels like it is i mean after taxes that's nothing but like the 300 dollars a day when she like goes to burning man that's that's okay, that's okay. Yeah. yeah that's like a day rate that's i feel like standard for like what clever probably would have yeah. done but also what my biggest problem with the burning man thing is and i said it when we first touched on it in one of our earlier episodes before she quit before any of this happened like i had texted jesse when i was watching the burning man one 
and said, Tiana better be his friend or something like, and not just his employee, because otherwise this is the most inappropriate, weird thing that I'm not okay with. Then cut to us finding out from Tiana herself in her little TikTok story times that apparently he didn't have any preparation going to Burning Man, which I think I went on a rant where you like cut it out because I wasn't even sure if it was true, but turns out it is. Burning Man, the whole like concept is that people go and like build a city in the middle of the desert Mm -hmm. that has nothing there and it's a very non-capitalism like that they don't you don't spend money there because there's no vendors because it's people creating this community and they like barter and trade things and it's like not somewhere that you show up and you're like oh where do I buy water because you were supposed to come with a bunch of stuff to offer because other people are sharing with you and you share with them. And instead, Daph Noodle shows up like it's going to be a music festival or something and just starts filming people that are there, like definitely one that are on drugs that feels like he's yeah. just like making fun of them kind of. And two, he goes into the whole situation kind of like he's making fun of the people that are there. Like, this is so weird. I know. And Why I also people really do this? hated that scene where it was like a bunch of people laying on the ground, just kind of like looking at the stars. And he was like, filming them all and it was like dude they're just chilling like maybe they're on drugs maybe they're not just leave them alone but and I know it's kind of old news because like everyone's talked about this and everyone's shown the Bur- Burning Man clips and everyone's talked about Tiana she ended up doing the the story times um and it was essentially what everybody expected where it's like okay yeah he seems like he was unprepared but he went on a fucking rant a tirade about Tiana and I guess the major update is that he's suing her which I literally can fucking not. It's the most absurd thing I've ever... Well, so I have two things to say. One, I think suing her is the most absurd so thing. Dumb. Like, he's so stupid. I'm like, that's what you're wasting your time and energy on right now. You're going to sue Tiana for making a TikTok story where she doesn't even How say can you her even actual tra- name. Yeah, what a waste of money. He's Come not going to win that. I will say, and you know that... <laughs> It's not my popular stance to defend Dennis. And this isn't even defending Dennis. It's more just calling out Tiana for kind of being a little too, uh, like, I agree. And I said before she said anything, that this was very inappropriate, especially if she had to sleep in the car. Like if my old boss was like, hey, Lily, we're going to Comic-Con. And then he, and Comic-Con, we would be able to buy water at least. (laughs) But it's like, and then you get there and it's like, by the way, we're sleeping in my car. Fuck no, you're paying me a lot more than $300 to sleep in a car with my creepy boss that's annoying. The fact that she is very like, he didn't prepare me. He didn't tell me anything. Well, girl, you have to Google, like you have to Google Burning Man too. You can't just be like, he didn't tell me anything. I mean, yes, he should tell you. Absolutely, I agree. He should be telling you what to bring. But the fact that you are just like, I didn't know either. Also, him not having a valid license, his expired license to rent the car and then making her do it. My problem here is don't let him do it. Say no. Don't like that's not your responsibility. You can't in that situation. You know that, especially as a woman. I mean, I feel like if I were in the presence of my boss, who's a man who's asking me to do something is revolving on you. Yeah, yeah, I would just do it because I'd be like, okay. I mean, I would just do it, honestly, if anyone told me to, because I do whatever anyone tells me to because I'm so stressed in public. But I've seen a lot of people saying that about Tiana. A lot of people saying like, you should have Googled it and like fair enough sure she should have googled it but at the same time I think he takes a major fault in that situation however I think the responsibility is split like I would not expect like if you were doing any kind of traveling for work I think it's your responsibility to do a little due diligence what I will say about the receipts that Dennis dropped on his podcast because he was like just showing everything (laughs) what are they um text messages emails receipts like literal receipts like you know things like that and the one thing that made me think like oh come on Tiana was that 
she does like she seemed very like not the most efficient employee. <laughs> like, I was gonna say a little flaky, a little like, flaky, a little lazy. Going, like yeah, like even right before we left, I like told him like oh I don't know. It seems like they didn't really have a good communication going because like what do you mean like you you're about to back out? Yeah, it speaks more on Dennis though because it's like you allow that as an employer. Exactly, an employee shouldn't feel comfortable being like is this trip still happening? Something came up and it would really like be better if I don't before. go. I think she literally said it would be better for my schedule if we don't go, like if I don't go. And like, that's not something an employee can do. Like, no, what? no, that, it, it, she definitely showed a lot of like unprofessional qualities and not sure. being like, oh my God, she should have been all like, it's not like Tiana should have been like packing the tent and like getting cases of water. No. But wouldn't you ask some more questions maybe leading up to it? She seemed very flaky. I understand why he would be frustrated on that end a hundred percent and I understand on her end why she would feel like dude you're my boss like why should I also have to do research for the event you wanted to 100%. do 100% you know so there's like two sides to it for sure no sides make suing her make any sense it is Absolutely so dumb not. and also can I just say I don't know if you saw I'm sure you did see but um Dennis did that video on Sneeko I actually don't know if I fully watched it but well Sneeko is Andrew Tate's spawn yeah. like just yeah. fucking nasty motherfucker that's what he is and Dennis did an entire video defending his right to free speech like saying he shouldn't get banned because if he gets banned it's a slippery slope and it to me that's such a centrist annoying well take. so he's done two though videos then because you're describing are you describing the most recent one yeah he did one already on Sneeko, but then this most recent one was replying to a guy that made a video saying that Sneeko should get banned. No, no, that's the one that I'm talking about because he says that since Nick, I think his name is Nick, in the video is calling for Sneeko to get banned. He's like, you can't do that. Like creators shouldn't be banned for the things they say. That's such a slippery slope. And just because someone you hate is saying something, which by the way, Sneeko was not just saying something bad. He, he was, was like simulating SA, yeah, yeah. like it was super yeah. disturbing. But whatever, he was basically just pulling a centrist bullshit move and being like, you know, everybody has the right to speak, not on a private platform. Dennis has so many moments in his videos where he's talking about like going off on other people that he says things that are so applicable to his own situation that you're like, oh my God, the cognitive dissonance going on like it's insane he is not defending Sneeko he's defending himself that no but even he says like stuff that attacks stuff that he does that I'm like why would you be saying that? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like when he said, um, oh my God, how embarrassing basically that nobody showed up to Austin McBroom's event. I'm like, sir, you're still desperately trying to sell 50 roast tickets. I mean, literally anytime he fucking talks about the roast or the comedy club, it's like, we're making history. And I'm like, by being bad? <laughs> the most insane part of all of this is that he's suing Keemstar, the man that I would rather die than stand up for, and I'm not standing up for him. But let me just say this right fucking now. You're suing Keemstar because he said a joke about you, a shitty joke at that on Twitter, but nobody should be banned. And it's actually insane that anyone thinks that someone should get repercussions for the things that they say on a platform. You're suing Keemstar for what he said on Twitter. What happened to freedom of speech, it's, Dennis? The hypocrisy is so overwhelming. I don't oh even God. understand. And how it's real. One of the best examples of he does know that he's fucked up on stuff and he just doesn't want to admit it is this clip someone uh, took from one of his live streams where, I mean, all of his live streams now are basically him just venting about haters, but um, it's him going through and reading like emails people had sent him. This is just the perfect definition of him. Like I, I've never seen a better example. So somebody just uh, sent this one in said, do you or do you have... Uh, <laughs> Why are you fucking doing this, bro? 
get it. What is that? He doesn't want to read the question because he still has not acknowledged the whole liquor license thing. I was like, why does he just close it out? Clearly, his brain, I mean, he already talked about how cold reading is really hard. And when he said that, he was referring to reading memes. So he actually couldn't even read that sentence. (laughs) It's like he's only reading one word at a time and can't see anything past it. So he doesn't realize what this question's going to be. And then he figures it out when it's just like awkwardly too late. And then he's So the question is, do you or do you not have a liquor license? And he like gets halfway through the sentence and closes out the email and is like, why are you doing this to me? Well, and he also answered on Twitter spaces. So he did another Twitter spaces. And in there, he answered um, the liquor license question by stating that permits take time in a new business and that he's getting permits for things and it all takes time. And it's like, Dennis, answer the question. Don't play with me right now. At that point, he literally was like, yeah, my lawyers are putting all the permits in. It takes like eight to 10 months. And I was like, um, you aren't supposed to operate in the meantime, though. Like, that's not how this works. He probably wasn't even allowed to build that wall in his office. Okay, well, that's what I really don't understand is because he actually did a walkthrough and did like a tour of what he titled as like his illegal comedy club. And I'm like, that's not a joke. It actually is. You are literally running events out of an office space. Why didn't you I understand know. that that's not a thing that happens? Do you remember when Salvo like actually entered the premises and he's just like... It's legit smaller than I thought it was. And he took how many steps it took to get to the stage and it was seven. Because it's a retail store. It's not even in, that's the thing. It's not even an office space. It's a retail space. So it's so Okay, that's it, Lily. We can't keep this. We can't keep doing this. Oh, Jesus. But wait, there was one more thing I was going to say is, um, I don't know if you listen to this part of the Twitter spaces, but a guy comes in and starts confronting Dennis, not in an an aggressive way, but he comes on Mm -hmm. the spaces and starts basically asking him why Corey, um, one of the comedians that performs at the roast, why Corey had like pushed or hit his brother or something. I think it was pushed. Yeah. I couldn't tell whether or not this was legit or not. And Dennis definitely reacts very, very, very awkwardly to this guy bringing it up. Basically, the guy says that his brother wanted to go to the show, so he bought him a ticket, but then he finds out that his brother gets pushed by Corey outside of the comedy club afterwards. Dennis immediately is like, that didn't happen. But then, like, it was weirdly starts asking him. He was like, what's him, your name? Yeah, he starts asking him for his name, and he's like, I'm going to cross-reference my, like, ticket sales, which right off the bat, that seems like a strange response to that accusation. But then he even kind of confirms that the guy's name, like, is on the list. But Dennis, like, refuses to understand that he's talking about his brother, not him. So it's like the name. Yeah, he literally was like, your name's Juan. What do you mean your brother? And I'm like, then they have the, the, the same last name, Dennis. That's the amount of times that they repeated the name. And like, the guy was getting frustrated too. He, I think it was Juan Madrigal. Was it? I like, I literally, I know it because of how many times he repeated it. (laughs) It was so weird. And then eventually I think he like leaves, but he tells everyone that this guy is a troll, that he's just trying to make Corey look bad. Corey would never touch anyone, which I don't know, Corey. I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he'd touch anyone, but then... But he touched someone. Good old Salvo <laughs> goes on Twitter, which I don't know even what. No, it wasn't Salvo. The the Juan Madrigal guy posted it first and then Salvo picked it up. Oh, really? Right okay. So the brother yeah. goes on Twitter afterwards and even in, in the spaces kept saying like, I'm fine. I'll post it on Twitter. Like whatever. And Dennis is getting so weird. And I think they kicked him out of the spaces first. Um, then the brother goes and posts. So here's the clip. <laughs> Corey, Corey, chill. Corey, chill. Corey, chill. Corey, relax, chill, 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 bro. I knew that to you. I knew that to you. Corey, chill, Corey, chill, 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 chill. And it definitely appears.
appears that Corey did shove someone. We don't know what the guy did first. Maybe it could have been self-defense. Yeah. And I can't believe we're even talking about this still. But it was weird how Dennis reacted to it. And then to see this. And now he's been very quiet about it, I think. We're, uh, this is going, this is such an awkward order. I wish we could be like, watch the live stream we're going to do of the roast. But that already happened at this point. So hopefully we did the live stream and hopefully you watched and enjoyed. Yeah, I really am eager to see what that looked like. Because <laughs> this is our before roast selves. But um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was it was a fun one. It was juicy. I can't believe the Ray J things might be fake. We might have just cracked the case and made legendary news here. And that's just the kind of thing you can expect from Julie <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, that's what we do here. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. And yeah. We will see you next week. I think that's Obviously, it. we see you every week. Yeah, hopefully we'll be on time again. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Why do I keep saluting them? Bye.